What's going on, guys? We're back for week two already. One loss under my belt. That's the only one I'm taking this year. We've got Jay and Garrett here with me. Um, we're going to start it right off. I won't make you do your awkward hellos. Uh, we're going <laughs> with uh, Neil versus David here. Uh, on Neil's side there, he's got uh, you know Lockett was healthy this week. Hopkins healthy this week. So, I mean, all's pretty much looking good for him. Not the best matchups. Hopkins at Jacksonville. Fitz at Baltimore. Fournette uh, at Houston, but uh, you know, all in all, it's, he's got some good players here. Uh, Philip Lindsay's really going to hurt him down there against Chicago, I think. But uh, other than that, I think he's a good bet to put up decent points this week. Uh, and on David's side, you know, he got let down by old Ronnie Jones, but uh, Godwin kind of carried the slack there. Um, you know, I think he well, he has the other side of the uh, Arizona wide receiver core with uh, Kirk against Baltimore, so. That's probably a bit of a wash there. Uh, we'll see if Connor bounces back. David Johnson against Baltimore again is going to be tough. So uh, I think the matchups aren't looking great for David, but it can really go either way in this one. What do you guys think? Kurt, Garrett, go for it. Uh, I like David's. I don't think David's matchups are too bad. I think Baltimore's defense is solid, but they lost a couple pieces in the offseason. James Connor's going to be a lot better at home. And I think Galdi actually has a better day versus the Chargers than Arizona. So you don't think he's going to be shattered by Hayward all day? No, I don't think so. What about you, Jay? Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, matchups just definitely don't look good for David. Um, I mean, both David Johnson and Kirk should be a blowout for Baltimore. And meanwhile, Ramsey's been raving Hopkins all week on Neil's side. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going to be a fairly close one, though. Uh, would either of you guys play Hawkinson slash Sutton over Philip Lindsay against Chicago? Because I feel like I wouldn't want any part of Lindsay against that defense. I don't know. Denver at home is really dangerous in September. That's actually not a bad matchup at all. Um, Mixon's the question what? of Bull one what? with his injury. I mean – Obviously, the Bears' defense is incredible, but by the third, fourth quarter, it will be worn down. I think it'll be a close game. They're going to look to bounce back from a really ugly game last week. And they're going against their, uh, I mean, um, what's his name? I forget the name of the head coach. It's the Bears' defensive coordinator. He's going to look to try to kill them, I think. At home. Vontae Adams look, look had points up. last week. I think, you're, I think you're underestimating the Bears' defense there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd play anyone Obviously, else over Lindsey because he has like a pretty solid six, seven point four, but he's not getting past ten points against the Bears defense. That's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. He Royce oh. sort of outplayed him last week, anyways. What was that? Royce sort of outplayed him on like only two less carries last week, anyways. Right, right. All so I know is Denver's thirty-three and three straight up at home in September, but. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, we can move on to the next <laughs> matchup here. Uh, we got James versus old George, the fantasy wizard. Uh, James' side, I think James has a lot of really good matchups. I think uh, his players are going to have a really good week here. Um, you know, a lot of shootout potential in the Rams game, the Philly game. Uh, Watkins against Oakland should dominate. Um, you know, he's already got 17 out of Olsen. I think we're going to see a really big week out of James. And then on the other side, 
George has made sure to let us all know that he doesn't know how fantasy works this week with uh, spending all this money on Drew Brees and not understanding that he still got outscored by like 14 other quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, I expect a pretty heavy win out of James this week. But, I mean, George's team still has a lot of talent on it. John Brown could put up 30 points. Um, but when you have O.J. Howard put up seven and your best player McCaffrey – or, sorry, O.J. Howard put up zero and your best player McCaffrey put up seven, you're kind of looking down the barrel of a shitty week already. You know what I mean? What do you think, Garrett? Yeah, it's – the week's sort of over for George already. Not besides his players' bad performances. Greg Olson way outperformed. He caught – Felt like every single one of Cam Newton's passes for 100 yards on Thursday. And like I said, if you just match a best player to best player, Kamara hasn't played yet. I guarantee he's not going to get under seven points. So, yeah, James is going to win pretty handily. Right. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, he's just, George is just looking at Prescott and maybe Diggs to rescue him this week. Maybe John Brown, but everyone else is really tough matchups. Best bet this week is if Jacobs and Damian Williams kind of go off in like a high scoring match there. So I think Josh Jacobs is pretty solid for that for 20 points this week. Kansas City's awful against running backs. His one catch last week went for 30 yards. So, um, I mean, again, you always have a chance, but I just think James's players all have prime matchups. Yeah, James could easily have a high score this week. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If I had to pick a team, it would probably be him this week. Um, all right, so we are, we're all in agreement there. We can move on to Hop versus Joe. Battle of the losers over here. Um, <laughs> Hop side, uh, Devontae Adams is going to be another tough challenge in Minnesota. Schuster uh, is looking healthy, so, I mean, say what you will about the trade. He's still going to be a valuable receiver. Uh, I think Gallup's going to do well this week, especially since he won't have to deal with Josh Norman. Um, Cook and Ingram should both go off unless Ingram's injury uh, really kind of takes away some of his touches. But uh, you know, overall, I think Hop has a pretty solid chance of an above average week, I'd say. You know, I think he's a pretty easy bet for 130 points, you know, with decent potential for 150. Um, and then Joe's side, you know, we've been talking about and having to start Marquise Brown, who only ran 10 routes last week. Antonio Brown's a question mark. Gurley's a question mark. Like, Joe's team could easily go off, but it also could just as easily fall apart. So, you know, if I had to bet money on it, I think I'm looking at Hop's team this week. Garrett? Um, yeah, I mean, if I had to bet on, I'd probably go with Hop, but Joe's team always has boom-bust potential. Gurley got stolen by a lot of goal line work last week, but could be different against New Orleans. And I think you can't underestimate AB with Pats. I think they could just look at this Miami game as like an organized practice and just feed him a couple balls first and let him make some big plays and get integrated in the offense. But, yeah, I think Hop's matchups – I don't know. I'm not I'm not the biggest Juju believer. I think that trade is bullshit. Um, I don't think Ingram is that good. But, yeah, if I had to bet on it, I guess I'd say Hop. Yeah, what do you think, Jay? Yeah, I think Hop's going to probably kick his ass. Um, Xavier Rhodes is on his way downhill. Uh, Adams should bounce back. And meanwhile, Minnesota's defense, the rest of their defense is incredible and should shut down Rodgers. I think they've been like the number one pass defense in yards per attempt against quarterback in the last three years. And, yeah, the other boomer bust guys, I mean, AB, honestly, I think might not suit up. I'm going to stand by that. Ian Rappaport, you cannot trust him anymore. And it's typical Patriots against an opponent, especially like Miami. There's just no reason to push it. He barely knows the offense. Sure, it's a fun experiment to go against a shitty team, but like at the same time, they don't want to embarrass him. They don't want to embarrass themselves. 
And with the controversy, they could wind up needing to cut him next week, and they don't want to have any controversy at all. I'm, I'm curious, where does the sudden distrust for Rappaport come from? What did he, what did he do? Did I miss something? Um, uh, he was the one last week saying Ronald Jones is going to get a ton yeah, but, of I mean, every, but every, everyone's, there was also something with Samuel. He was, he was all over Samuel. He had like five, eight targets the first week. He bounced back second week, but I'm just really down on Rappaport myself. And just typical Patriots. Likely just, I mean, they did it with uh, Gordon his first game last year. Wait, so Jay, pick one is are the are the Vikings going to shut down Rodgers or is Adams going to bounce back? Adams is going to go off, and they're going to shut down Rodgers. Both is what you mean. It, Adams is the only one that's going to do anything for them because Rhodes sucks. He's going to bounce back. He's not going to go for twenty or thirty, but he'll Rhodes, be better than Rhodes, six or seven. Held, and then Rhodes just held Julio to nothing until a garbage time touchdown. <laughs> Julio is better than Devontae Adams. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll just take everything, Jim. <laughs> Stupid dab. I'm writing all these down. I'm writing all these. We'll see. Well, what's your prediction? What What's your prediction? Like plus fifteen. Prediction is like eighteen and a half for Adams and like fourteen and a half for Rogers. I'll take the under on the Adams. Nobody's betting me on Josh Allen versus Breeze yet, but I'm still still looking for some takers. No. All right. Yeah, because you guys know I'm right. All right, we're going to move on here. We got uh, Jake versus Garrett, and Garrett is to the auto-draft master. Um, on Jake's side, you know, even he with Stills and Ross, I mean, those are two guys who could easily have big weeks. They're just – it feels like shit to have to rely on them. Um, I don't think Stills is going to do a ton against Jacksonville, but Ross could easily catch a deep bomb. Uh, Cooper should get the better of Josh Norman. He's definitely more talented. Uh, I think Michelle is going to have a really big bounce back week. Darren Waller looks good. So, I mean, Jake's team for, you know, how poorly it looks starting out is not like a team I'd be super confident against every week um, necessarily, especially with Deshaun Watson. Um, You know, Garrett, I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Cam Newton. And Jay mentioned Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, if you watch that game tape, it's nothing to do with him. He's open all the time, and Kurt, or, uh, Cam Newton Cam can't make the throw. Sucks. I mean, his yeah. uh, his forty four yard catch on Thursday should have been a seventy five yard touchdown. Can't throw. So I mean, I I'm with Rappaport. I like Curtis Daniel a lot. He's talented. It's just Cam is destroying this team right now. Um, and then Evans, it's almost looking like Evans has taken over like the deep ball role with Chris Godwin being their possession guy. So it'll be interesting to see that going forward. Um, Hilton, I think you know he'll have a pretty solid day, even though Tennessee's D looked good against the Browns. Ridley, that's a shootout game. Aaron Jones might be in for another disappointing game unless, you know, Jay's magic wizardry has him beating their defense. <laughs> I'm sure he'll talk about that. Zeke is Zeke. Uh, Delaney Walker should produce. Austin Eckler. I mean, your team is full of, like, big names and guys who could go off. It's just with that already uh, under production from Cam Newton, Mike Evans, it just doesn't feel good going into the week. But I still think you're the better bet to win it. Jay, you go first. Give us some hot take. Um, <laughs> I mean, was that, yeah, Zeke should have even more of uh, more opportunities than last week. More end zone, red zone touches. Um, I mean, they look to pass a ton more now with their new vamped offense. But um, I think he's going to carry. While Jones is going to be um, stopped by that amazing Minnesota defense. Uh, T.Y. has been amazing against Tennessee in his history, but that's with luck. So we'll see if that carries. Um, you really need 
guys like Eckler and Zeke to carry you. While Michelle's has a great Michelle has a great matchup. Wallow has got a great matchup. Derrick Henry should go off, and I think Ross is much more than just a deep threat. He's turned into a uh, big target for uh, or a very likable target for Cincinnati. <laughs> Garrett, what do you have to say? Yeah, I don't really like my chances, honestly. I mean, yeah, Cam is probably going to be the last week of Cam for me, but Evans, I'm pretty confident in coming back. I think he was at target nine to eight, and four of them were just like overthrows by Jameis. Like, there's a couple, like, in the end zone, he missed him by a foot. Like, a couple, he's getting the looks I want him to get, but Jameis just seems to be better. I'm not super concerned about that, but yeah, this week, Aaron Jones, shitty matchup. Not sure how Ecker's gonna do against Detroit, but yeah, Jake or Jake just has like a lot, a lot bigger potential. I feel like this week. My only hope is that the Jags like lock up Deshaun for a similar score to Cam, but um, I'm not confident in that either. Yeah, be, I think this will be one of the closer matchups of the week, probably. I don't know. I could see myself losing badly. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Um, move on. Now we got. Kurt versus Jay himself. Um, you know, oh, Actually, sorry, one more thing has, about that but, matchup. Was that real quick? Sorry, one more thing about that last matchup is that yeah. uh, those Tennessee uh, indie games kind of sometimes are really boring, low scoring. That could favor Derrick Henry and really kill Ty and Delaney. But yeah, sorry. Oh, fair point. Yeah, but all right. So for Jay, your matchup with Kurt here, I see now why you. Uh, we're mad at Rappaport over Curtis Samuel. I forgot that you have him on your team, um, but you still did well. The kicker crushed it for you. Um, on Kurt's side, you know, he's got a pretty solid receiving core. Um, Devonta Freeman disappointed last week, but I think he'll bounce back. James White is still playing despite the baby. I think he's got a pretty good chance of racking up some PPR points. Um, overall, I think Kurt's team actually looks pretty decent this week. It really just depends, I think, on that Baker-Odell stack. Um, then he's got Njoku as well. So, I mean, if the Browns vote again, I think Kurt's team is going down, um, just in a standalone um, sense. But uh, in, on Jay's side, Lamar, I think he's going to light up Arizona again. Keenan Allen, uh, Darius Slade doesn't go into the slot, so Keenan should a lot of the targets against shittier cornerbacks. Uh, Edelman against Miami should avoid Xavier Howard, so I think he'll kind of similarly to Keenan Allen get a bunch of targets. Cooper Cup doesn't have to deal with Lattimore. So, I mean, really, now that I look at all three of your receivers are uh, dodging, like, the top shutdown cornerbacks this week, which is good for you. Um, I think Chubb and Cohen should have a decent floor. I don't see either of them, like, going off. But uh, I think Kittle's going to wreck Cincinnati, and then you've already got your you know, scores down there. New England against Miami is just lock of the week. Um, one thing I'll say, Jay, going forward, when you have a guy playing on Thursday night, you should play him in, like, your receiver spots and not your flex because if one of your receivers goes down now, you have to replace yeah. him with a receiver as opposed to anything. So, I mean, yeah, I do that all the time, but it's just a good thing to remember. It's just so hard to have four leagues I'm managing. So, I yeah. lose track of that type of thing. Uh, Garrett, what do you think of this matchup? Uh, yeah, I think Kurt's team isn't – doesn't have a bad matchup this week by any means. I'm actually pretty confident in the Baker Odell stack. They're gonna come back on Monday night against Cripple Jets team, probably go off, but it's gonna take a lot from that. Just because in Joku too, who's gonna to come back big. Duke Johnson against the Jags, probably gonna be stuck around twelve points. But yeah, as you mentioned, Jay's matchups are just a lot better. Uh I don't know. Did you say that Link of Fitzpatrick doesn't shadow Edelman, you think? No. 
Oh, I said Xavier Howard. I forgot they had Fitzpatrick, though. Yeah. That might be a problem, but I don't know. I think with Hunter Henry out and Mike Williams out, too, I think Keenan Allen could have a bigger day as well. Yeah, I think Keenan's a pretty good bet for at least 20 points. Um, Jay, what do, you, what do you think of your matchup? How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I'm relatively confident, but his team does have, like, some safe floors. James White against Miami. Um, and then if you look at his kicker and defense, they could go off for 20 each at least. <laughs> and the Baker Hotel matchup. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's dangerous. I mean, what do you mean? Greg the Leg's not viable to go for 15? you never seen Baltimore go for 20? Your kicker That's got so 16, funny. Jay. You have New England's de- yeah, the best his, defense his... in the league right now. Sure, but if he's guaranteed, <laughs> Jesus. This right. is again, Arizona. I gave up the most points to fantasy defenses last year. And Greg the Leg, number one kicker last year. You love him? I don't know. I, yeah, but... <laughs> Your kicker has 16, and your defense no is score 20. Point in trying to trying to explain it to him. He's trying. I said to, I'm relatively confident. I just said the only thing I'm worried about is his kicker defense. But why wouldn't you be worried stat. about like Devonta Freeman or Odell? Like, why aren't those the concerns? Philly's defense is incredible. They I mean, almost lost to the Redskins last year. What are you talking about? Freeman didn't do crap last week against I mean that's yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota and he fumbled once and they pulled him your concerns are are, are misplaced is all I'm saying I know you're gonna win all right <laughs> we should just we should just wait till the end and have Jay talk in a segment called thoughts from a madman Patrick Mahomes is not a good quarterback let me tell you oh my gosh <laughs> All right, finally, let's move on to me, and we'll talk about why I'm going to destroy Manny this week, despite stupid projections here. Um, you know, Rivers, uh, it's not – I don't think he's going to have a monster week or anything. I think he's just a pretty safe bet for 18 to 23 points. Um, I think Mike Thomas and Julio are going to have hopefully really solid games. I mean, if you look at Julio's, you know, fearless forecast video, they have him for like 115 yards and two touchdowns, which is – I mean, almost gets your expectations too high, but – uh I think it'll be a fun battle with Julio and Alshon on Sunday night, having them going back and forth. Um, Carson looked really good last week with a lot of targets. Brita didn't look really good, but he should be the lead back. But who knows with that fucking offense. Um, Andrews, as long as he's healthy, I think, is going to light them up. I mean, they let TJ Hawkinson destroy. uh, Arizona let TJ Hawkinson destroy him last week. My flex I'm not super confident about. I'm still trying to decide between Jones and David Montgomery. But whatever choice I make will be the right decision, I assure you. Wait, someone uh, told me Dave Montgomery is really good. Who was telling me that? What that? Someone was telling me Dave Montgomery is really good. I forgot who was I forgot who was telling me that. Yeah. He is really good. <laughs> He's just been nabbed. Yeah, he looked like the best back if you watch. Mike Davis had most targets out of that backfield. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, stupid. Um Man, you side, I mean, Mahomes against Oakland is always a threat to put up 50 points. So, you know, I definitely could lose single-handedly to him. Um, Thielen against Green Bay, I mean, they threw 10 passes last week. I don't think it's going to be that low this week, but he's still his ceiling is a lot more limited than it was last year. Um, Cook's another disappointing week, but I think, you know, he's always a threat for a deep bomb, and especially um, in what's supposed to be a high-scoring game, I think we'll get his. Boulder Scantling should avoid the major, you know, cornerbacks, but I'm just not confident in him. Um, I think Carry uh, on will have a fairly solid bounce back week. Latavius is a touchdown threat, but outside of that, he's not really that usable. But uh, and then 
Kelsey, I always forget that he has Mahomes and Kelsey stack. I mean, that right there could put up, you know, realistically 60, 70 points. Um, Crowder, you know, he's going to get a ton of targets, but he last year or last week, he became the only receiver in the NFL to have 14 catches and not go over 100 yards. So, I mean, his average depth of target is crap, but I mean, he's a pretty safe bet. Um, so, I mean, I think your dad, obviously, he has potential to blow up with some of these huge guys on his team, but I'm hoping that with my matchups this week, I can kind of squeak past him. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, yeah, I'd be a little concerned about Carson. Pittsburgh's run defense seemed to be the only thing I was working from last week. Um, Breda, I think, was dehydrated or something weird last game. I, they only have two backs, but it's going to be Trinity and Mostert, which should be a blowout of Can- or, uh, Cincinnati. Uh, like I said, your flex is so questionable, but definitely those two wide receivers could definitely blow up. Um, the only thing my dad has really hope for is that if uh, Mixon doesn't play, he has Bernard on his bench ready to flex, which would be pretty big flex. That's true. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, I was just going to say I'd be concerned about Bernard if that's what happens. But other than that, um, yeah, Cook's – should get shut down by a lot by a lot of more. It was all over him last year. So uh, Thielen though could go off, and that Mahomes Kelsey stacks pretty dangerous. Um, but your receivers have very safe floors. Jeffries, great pickup for you. Yeah, I I think he'll be all right. I mean, uh, Atlanta usually does a pretty decent job with receivers, but I think he'll he'll get. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing I'm most scared for is Manny's mental health because he still has three tight ends on his bench. So, <laughs> maybe just maybe put a deck on that guy. Uh, maybe bring him on the podcast and explain himself. Um, all right, we don't have to keep talking about my obvious victory here. Um, we'll move on. We'll, uh, we'll talk waivers here. I mean, I know the big news is George has lost his mind as well. Maybe he and Manny can get together and have a play date or something. Wait, have you guys but, talked about the Jane Hop trade yet? Yeah, no. No, we'll talk about it with waivers and trades. We'll, you know, we'll pop up. Um, but, yeah, waiver pickups. Um, I mean, yeah, Breeze, we don't have to talk about that. I mean, we all have our opinions on it. Um, I don't think there was any real big pickups from last week. Um, I mean, aside from the, the Tuesday pickups, but I don't think there's been anything really recent since Tuesday, has there? Well, I mean, I picked up Scary Terry. We got John for $20. We got John Ross for 21 Joe picked up Malcolm Brown for 16 Amendola for 15 those are really the big pickups there. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on these guys? I mean, I know Jay, you like John Ross. Um, what do you What do you think of these guys? I like Amendola a lot too. He seems to replace that Golden Tate role that Stafford loves, and his target shares. Um, I mean, I just don't like Marvin Jones this year at all. But uh, those prices are all appropriate, I think, for our league. You know, it's competitive, and I mean. Yeah, Breeze for 16 is one thing, but like t- Scary Terry for 20, Malcolm Brown for 16, that's pretty appropriate because um, I bet somebody was right underneath him price-wise. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, I'm not a big fan of spending a bunch on receivers after just one week of production, especially rookie receivers, but especially in Redskins and Titans offenses. But I like Amendola. I don't know. I I guess I believe in John Ross. He's a third-year guy. He's been Probably misused a lot with fucking Marvin Lewis, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I'm with you with the rookies, but the difference with uh, Scary Terry is he played like 97% of snaps. He was like literally their number one receiver, so it's like they're just anybody yeah. else. I don't, ex- I'm not gonna play him this week, but I mean, I think he has playability and matchups because he's just the guy right now. 
No, I know. They got rid I'm of Doxin, no Reed right now either. I'm so. just saying for the price, not just me. But just situations right now. I mean, Malcolm Brown. I mean, sixteen. I mean, these guys. I think about in the draft, Malcolm Brown was never going for sixteen. I mean, Henderson wasn't even approaching there. Right. Well, also, um, like, it's just like uh, a situation right now. That was before I traded for Jeffrey too, and I had Mike Williams injured, so I was a little bit more unsure with the receiver. So I was willing to do that. Um, like AJ Brown, that's a huge vote of confidence. In so actually, that one, that one, I'll admit was like a mistake. I meant to have him be a pickup if I didn't get Scary Terry, but I fucked it up and I got them both. Um, but nine dollars is probably a little overpriced. The more I look into, you know, the snap counts and stuff, so that one I'm not too proud of. But I like, I like Terry. That's um, fair. Yeah, I set my waivers up like crazy now. I do like nine to right. like have backups, like stack them. And then if I don't get this guy, get this guy. If I don't get this guy, get this guy. And I just didn't yeah. check it before I went through. Um, yeah, but I think I was screws you sometimes if you get it. Yeah. All right, well, we can move on to the trades here. Um, you guys would like to trash me on my bullying of George. Um, go for it. Can I just say that Hop is dumb first? You guys go first if you have a player. Did you guys already pick one or no? Go ahead, Jay. I know you have one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like I said, Derrick Henry, uh, I think in, uh, Indy's defense is going to be on the field a lot in this game. And Tennessee's going to look to capitalize the fact that Andrew Luck's not playing against them. They've lost, like, their last 12 matchups, or 11 out of the last 12 matchups against Indy when Lug was playing, and they're going to try to kick their ass without him. Garrett, do you have anybody? How are you, I mean, Chubb finished, like, what, RB7 last year? At the, like, in the back half when he started starting? We're going to move him for Juju, who now doesn't have the weakest corner on him in the Steelers' offense that's completely different than the one he entered. Like, I agree that targets are king and stuff, and he had Gilmore on him last week, but he doesn't exactly face an easy schedule. Of I don't know. That just seems straight up like an overpay. I think I think you're robbed. Yeah. I mean, as far as the running back receiver, I mean, they're both, they're both first-round picks. They're both on they offenses <laughs> that are overrated. No, what do you mean? Look at any any – Twelve person league draft. They're first round picks, and maybe Juju's thirteen Colin? or fourteen, but yeah. <laughs> um, he's like usually going eleven or twelve in 13, a lot of leagues. 14. And I mean, whatever, I don't know. How many snake drafts did you do? But uh, I think that they're both on overrated offenses. Cleveland doesn't have an easy schedule either. Already has a a, a goal line cuff, and in eight weeks you got uh, Hunt coming back. So who knows what's going to happen that. Okay, you have Hunt coming back in eight weeks. You have a week nine bye. They play him in week ten and give him ten snaps. By the time you're almost at playoffs, Hunt still hasn't done shit, and Nick Chubb has been the king the whole time. I just I just think – You also could be worn down and could be nothing by then. We really don't know at the end of the year. That's the so reason. Could, so could Juju, who had a total. So could Juju. <laughs> I mean, it's just, if you look at – replaceability for running back is far more scarce than wide receiver. You can find a bunch of receivers that get at least – five, six targets and have a good chance of putting up 10 points. Finding a running back on the wire that puts up a good chance of 10 points is impossible. It's like I get the thinking behind Hop getting a receiver, but he should have gotten two receivers. Or just like Juju and like a mid-tier wide receiver You're three for Chubb. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just don't think Hop sees you for enough. All right. I can understand that. He offered it to me. Um, oh, but... my God. Don't tell me that. Oh, God. Um, I mean, that does make sense going for like just a small extra 
piece on top. But, I mean, I swear I do think that they're going to finish relatively close. But unless really. Juju finishes top 10, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. I really think he is. I mean, I don't, you guys both hate him, so that's just another conversation. If you don't think he's going to be and Chubb the has number to finish, one guy doing those A-B But then Chubb also has to finish outside years. the top 15. I mean, I very much think Hunt's going to take a huge role in, in eight weeks if Chubb's not completely worn down as well. And I just really think the numbers going to be very similar at the end of the year. Hunt nope. is not even allowed to practice with the team during a suspension, right? No. So why no. would he come back and take the role? It just, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would they trade for him? Come. I don't know. All right. Uh, and they, 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 have another, they have another, and they have another, true, but they have another uh, goal line cuff anyway, like Gurley. It's not like no, he's like, it's not a goal line cuff. They used him for one goal line touch. It's the only touchdown they get against a pretty weird Titans defense on a weird week one. You're you're a robber baron, and we're moving on. <laughs> you guys can talk about my trade with George then. Garrett, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, I don't really understand George's thinking here at all. I think, I mean, pretty about Damian Williams' durability, and he thinks that if Damian Williams goes down, LaShawn McCoy is going to be an RB one, which he very well could be. But uh, but is it worth losing Jeffrey, who's definitely going to be at least a wide receiver two this year? Oh, I mean, that's. I mean, I again, he offered it to me. I, I agree with you. I I wouldn't have given up that much, but uh, if that's what helps him, you know, be comfortable with his team, then you got to do what he's got to do. I just also think it's funny that he got Dak and then got Breeze. Yeah, and I dropped Breeze for Dak, so like he could have just – I don't know. Yeah. Dak was once dropped by David, I think, earlier, and you got LaShawn – you got both Dak and McCoy off the waivers, and you I got, get I Alshon from it. Dollar. Oh, right. Yeah. But, I mean – But I drafted him for a dollar, so it's, it's – Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, to get, to get each of them, to get Alshon from that. Yeah, no, I, mean, again, I, I wouldn't take any trade that I don't think I'm getting the better of. So, I mean, I can't really, like, make an unbiased comment. But, yeah, I mean, I, I get where George is coming from, but I, I wouldn't have taken a trade if I didn't think I was getting the better end. Um, doesn't seem like he even trusts Dak still, too. Because like, like, I, I was trading LaShawn in six fab dollars, you know, as far as I was concerned. So, um, yeah. all right, well, then the final trade we got this week would be Delaney Walker for Tyrell. Um, mm. with another trade. I mean, Garrett, I get it. Uh, I mean, Tyrell definitely has some serious upside, but the Raiders are the Raiders. And I mean, Delaney Walker's been pretty durable aside from that nasty injury last year, and he's their only reliable target. You know, I, I drafted Humphreys. I thought he'd be, you know, a target dump-off machine. He didn't do shit. So, I mean, Delaney Walker is the guy. Um, what do you think of it, Jay? I mean, it's a great choice choosing him, not O.J. Howard, that's for sure. Um <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, I guess Garrett has the depth to give up Tyrell. Um, but, I mean, at the time, it just felt like it helped out George more. Now, it definitely doesn't. He's stuck with a uh, tight end that everyone thinks is going to be top five and looks nothing even close to that. Yeah. I mean, I think um, just player to player, I think Tyrell is, like, the better asset. But Garrett needed a tight end. He didn't wasn't going to play Tyrell. So. Yeah, he's he was desperate. He wasn't going to play him exactly. So, yeah. Garrett? I mean, nothing to say. We're not knocking you, really. <laughs> right? No, it was super sad giving up Tyrell. I was hyped on him all off season. Yeah, no, I like him, and he's he's really fast. So he's like six three and can run up real fast forty times. So yeah, but like you said, tight end just a position of scarcity. You just have to like get one of the serviceable ones. Yeah, I think uh, what 
two years ago in one league, I had like seven running backs. I ended up trading Jordan Howard in his breakout year for Kyle Rudolph just because I needed a tight end. Yikes. What? I wanted to avoid – yikes, yeah. I wanted to avoid all that madness. That's why I grabbed, drafted. Yeah. All right. Um, if that's all, then we can just run back through each matchup and give our prediction, I guess. Um, unless there's anything else we're missing. Nope. nope. Well, I got anything else crazy to add? No. Nope. All right. Um, I guess we'll just start with my matchup because at the top of my screen. So me versus Manny, who do you guys have? I'm going to go with Colin. Just based on receivers. Okay. I'm very nervous, but I'll go with you too. <laughs> I would go with me too. Fuck you, Manny. Um, all right. <laughs> Neil. Lattimore's just going to shut down Cooks. Neil versus David. Um, I think I give it to Neil again this week, actually. I mean, I think this is going to be one of the tightest matchups of the week, but uh, I think I'm going to give it to Neil. I'm going with David. I don't think even if Mixon plays, he's going to be 100%. And I don't think Ingram's going to put up like 30 or whatever the fuck he did last week again. So I'm going to go with David. Jay? Uh, I think he will. Yeah, there's no one else to throw to. Neil's going to kill him. I just think Neil has the better matchups, but. So, Lindsay too. Only week two. Um, all right, we got James versus George. Uh, pretty easy one, I think. James is going to have the highest score of the week. Yep. Yes, I could take George. Yep. Sorry, buddy. Um, all right, and we got Hop versus Joe. Um, I think, like I said, I think if I had to pick one, I'd take Hop, but Joe easily could bust off for the top score of the week or the lowest score of the week, like we saw. Garrett, what do you think? I guess I have to go with Pop just because it's a lot safer. But yeah, I think Joe's ball killed. He gives him a shot. Gives him a shot. Like Hop a lot here. Yeah. Um, I got Jake versus Garrett. Um, I'm still gonna give it to Garrett just because I think you have some safer players to build a four around and get some upside. But I think it's another close one where Jake could definitely take it. Garrett. I'm actually Jake. I think Barkley and Michelle are going to have really huge weeks. Yeah, got to go with Jake. T.Y. and Delaney, I think you're going to – I don't know. It's going to be a running game. Henry's going to go off. Yeah, I think Sony Michelle – I think more or less it's dependent on Sony Michelle. If he disappears, I think you're going to win. But if he has a big game that we're expecting, I think Jake's going to take it. So, But the Patriots back is always so fucking unpredictable. Um, and then finally, we got Kurt versus Jay. Um, definitely, I think I got to give it to Jay here, but Kurt's team is, is not bad. Uh, he just has like too much invested in like two teams. He got three Browns players, two Patriots players starting, so it's just kind of tough. He's kind of limiting his upside there. Um, and with Jay already starting off solid, I think he's got the lead. Garrett, what do you think? I'm going to give it to Jay only if Jay says again that he's afraid of the Baltimore defense <laughs> and Greg Zerline fucking up his matchup. Last year, bro, Baltimore was 25 <laughs> against me, like, twice. You're fucking just, insane. <laughs> just scarred. I'm I'm going to win, I'm confident, but um, Baltimore is going to put up, like, 20. <laughs> Sir Wine is going to do just as well as my kicker. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> all right. Do you guys have anything to add before we wrap it? Should we try to predict a uh, top player of the week? Or? I'm going to go with David Johnson. I don't think Baltimore's defense is that good. I think we saw a little bit about how they're going to use him in the past game last week. I think he's going to continue to roll for 20-plus this week. Gotcha. Um, I'll go a little deeper, like riskier, I guess. I'm going to 
Devin Singletary. You know, he didn't start last week, but then when they finally get him, gave him the ball, he did a ton with his limited work. Um, I don't, you know, they don't, they're not going to want to start out behind again. I think they're going to really try and go run heavy. And the Giants' defense is just atrocious. You know, I, I'd say in the first half, Singletary gets at least 12 carries. And I'm guessing he'll bust at least one off for a big play. Uh, he's a talented guy. So, um, so when I say start of the week, I say I think he's going to get to 15 points. I don't think he's going to have a monster game, but I think he's a he's a solid bet um, despite not having a lot of touches last week. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I think we've gone through everything. Good luck to everybody. Uh, we'll talk again on Tuesday and discover or discuss. Sorry, how I dismantled uh, Manny's team. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? Can't wait to watch that Denver Chicago game. Oh my god! Boring fucking game of the week. <laughs> All right. Well, Madman Jay is signing off. Garrett, thanks for joining. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>